Hey, this is David Howard Thornton. You might know me as Art the Clown for the movie Terrifier, and this is Without Your Head. Station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil, and I'm joined by Rami Cologne of Odd Girl, which is playing Shriekfest. It's very cool to have you here. Thank you for having me. So this is your uh, directorial debut. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's going to be exciting. Hmm. I know it's going to be back on the big screen. Um, it's been a it's been a while since it hasn't been to some film festivals, so I'm really excited. It's back in LA. Yeah. So uh, for people who don't know, uh, you're an actor. And uh, what did you always want to direct, write and direct? How did that come about? Yeah, I always wanted to write before I wanted to direct. But when I was in high school, like I, I did some writing. I used to write poetry and I was in like the filmmaking school, um, classes. So when I was like 18, it was like, I don't know if I wanted to act or if I wanted to direct and write. So I kind of went the acting route. And once I did that for a while, I decided to go back to directing and writing. So are you uh, are you still going to do the acting or are you, you going to pursue the directing? Definitely. It's really hard to balance both. But I do think that acting is my first love and my major love. So definitely I'm going to be doing um, acting. But I think going forward, I, I think if I'm directing or writing, then I'll cast myself in my movie so I can do both at the same yeah. time. That does come up sometimes. People say, you know, there's not roles that they that out there that they, like that they really want. So they, they write their own. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Is it uh, a similar creative outlet, uh, writing and directing as it is to acting? Or are they completely different? Um, hmm, that's a great question. I think about this all the time. Um, I think that the creativity is there for writing and acting. I think create, create, 
creatively, it's the same thing. But then when it comes to directing, I think half of directing is so technical um, that I think directing versus acting and writing are kind of different beasts because in directing, you can't just be creative. You have to think about the time, you have to think about the lenses, you have to think about just all of the other stuff that goes into it. So um, definitely it's all creative. It's just that there's some, there's, there's some aspects where you have to be a bit more technical. Yeah. Uh, you said you went to, uh, you took classes for uh, film, but uh, when you're an actor, I assume being on set, you pick up a lot of things on how to actually direct. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the thing I picked on, uh, picked up most on set was how directors talk to actors. Um, that's what I had the most experience with. And then when I wasn't on set, I would just be freaking out about my role. So I never actually observed behind the scenes, right. which I, I wish I had. Um, but that was the biggest thing I picked up is how, what, what is the best way to communicate with actors, the best way to get a good performance. So would you say uh, the background in acting helps you as a director? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, because I think that I have a, a good eye of knowing um, when an actor doesn't get it, when an actor's, actor's anxiety is in the way. Like, I think I can, I have a pretty clear idea of what's going on that's stopping this actor from giving their best performance or giving the performance that I want. Yeah. Um, it might be too early to say this, but uh, do you think the, on being on the other side could help you as an actor? Directing? Yeah. Um, I think, I think so. I think it's the lessons that I'm going to be learning from directing, I think are still slowly coming in every now and then. But I think the thing that jumps out at me the most is that uh, filmmaking is such a huge part and everyone plays such a big part. And it's really not all about the acting. Acting is like 10% of it. The lighting has to be good. The camera has to be good. And that's one thing that I've realized is that, okay, I could give the best performance, but I also have to make sure that it fits with the story that I'm like, I've hit my mark, that the lighting's on me, things like that. That's the number one thing I learned, which kind of brings the pressure down. Yeah. And uh, editing also, I assume is a big part of uh how yeah, something actually comes absolutely. Out. Yeah. Uh, so what was it about Odd Girl that, you know, you decided this would be the, the thing that I want to direct? This is the first thing I would like to direct. Um, well, I never planned on directing it, but it was, it was a, um, a short written for a horror festival. And it did really mm -hmm. well in this festival. And I, I wanted to make I wanted to direct and I felt like it would be an easy thing to direct it being set in high school, being set, um, nothing super crazy happening. And um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. I wanted to direct something and that was a script I had written that had been doing really well and had gotten really good uh, responses and reviews from people that I was like, I could either sit and think about what script I wanna write and really overthink this, or I could just get the script that I know is good, that I'm connected to, that I have a good base with, that's doing well, and then go, go with that. Was that your first experience at the festivals with the script or had you been there with um, your things you acted in? No, that was like, that was my first experience. Um, if I've been in some film festivals, the directors never let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, researching for like my film resume, which I now have to make, um, I did look up some other films that I had done as an actor and I found out it had been in some film festivals that oh. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so this was def that was definitely my first story. Yeah. Yeah, you think you'd let you know i mean at the very least you, you would share them you would think you know <laughs> yeah you but know. i get it i mean yeah. i'm also pretty bad at um 
telling people, I think I, I like posted on social media, right, and whatnot, right. but once you start getting into a few, it's like, it's kind of an ordeal to email everyone every, every time. Yeah. Um, so uh, what was that experience like, you know, uh, even before your own movies in the festival, having the, um, the script of the festivals? That was super exciting. Um, I had never been a finalist for writing. Um, and it's writing is always something that I've wanted to do. Um, so it was nice to get the validation. It wasn't like a real live festival. It was kind of like an online festival, okay. but just even getting that, just getting some validation, some recognition. Um, I think like prior to this film and prior to the past year, I don't, I haven't really received any awards for anything art related. So, so just getting that was like, okay, I really, I could put myself out there more and then, you know, maybe people will like what I have to say and, and film. Yeah. Help yeah. Your, yeah. Help yourself. Team, I think, but yeah. The, um, so actually uh, filming it. So, you know, you said it's filmed at a school. So how, how do you go about finding a school to film it at? This, this is super hard. Um, I didn't realize that it would be such a big deal until after we filmed it because I had written my old high school and I knew people from that old high school. So it was kind of an easy process for us. We just, um, it was with this, this teacher named Annie Ohana that she was incredible. She kind of was the person that was the location manager and just facilitated it and it really wasn't that problematic to get it but it wasn't until after we filmed it that a bunch of filmmakers were questioning how did you get that school how much did you have to pay blah 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 and that's when I realized getting a school is actually really difficult but we really lucked out right you know if the teacher saw it the, the odd girl I believe so I, I've, I've let her I've given her like a few um festivals that it's been at and I've given her the link to it. So I'm, I think she's seen it, but she is a very, very busy woman. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'll actually, after this interview, I'll, I'll message her. And yeah. It's be interesting. Yeah. Uh, how about casting the movie where they, um, a lot of the actors you knew beforehand or how, how did you go about doing that? No, I really, I, I'm not a fan of nepotism. Um, so for this film, I really wanted to make sure that I didn't just cast my friends um, we held open casting calls for three days and I saw a bunch of actors that I, I never knew. Um, I think I only knew, I only knew Parmas who plays Mindy. That's the only actor that I knew beforehand. And she also came in an audition for, it was the best person for the role. So yeah, everyone, um, they're new friends now, but I didn't know any of them from before. Yeah. And um, when you're writing Odd Girl, is there anything like about any of the characters that are, you know, personal to you? Um, yeah, I think that I, I wrote the leads based on myself and my best friend. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Just the characters, instead of making some of the characters up, I just based it off of, of myself and, and my friend. Um, I, I'd say that's it. Like, the other half of it, it's pretty supernatural. So um, I can't say that that's based on real right. life. Right. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Thank God. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you talked earlier about, you know, a lot of things that uh, maybe people don't think about lighting and everything. So uh, when you're actually uh, filming it, um, it looks great, by the way, Odd Girl. It, yeah. it looks very professional and all lighting is very good. So, uh, you know, like who helps you with that? Or is um, the, the cinematographer is incredible. Um, Farhad Gaderi did did all of that for Odd Girl. Um, and he was so generous that he, he ran me through things that I didn't know. Like, I didn't really know anything about lenses or or lighting and or um, 
aspect ratio. So quite a few times where we sit down or have phone calls, he would, he would tell me everything just step by step. Um, and I really trusted him. So a lot of times I really let him take the reins. I, I was involved in all the conversations and, and we'd storyboarded together, but I think that his eye is incredible. Um, so I really wanted him to take the reins with the cinematography. Um, and then I wanted to focus on the acting and the blocking. And if I didn't like something, I'd let him know, but I, I really, I, I just hundred percent trusted him because I know he's a fantastic artist. You know, and this might be a silly question or odd question, maybe I should say for odd girl, but uh, when you're, um, I don't give much away to the movie, but there's a scene where someone's kind of chanting, like almost in tongues. Uh, is that like written out, like scripted, like what, or is it like, just, you know, say some stuff? Uh, no, that, that whole thing is scripted. Um, and I also, this, you know, a bit of a spoiler, but I do want to say that it's not a real ritual. Okay, good. Because I know quite a few people, <laughs> they close their ears, they they, <laughs> they get really freaked out because they believe in that. And I believe in it too, so I would never do that. It's um, it's it's a chant that I wrote, um, and it's spoken backwards by the actress. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now I'm going gonna, gonna to watch it and, and play backwards to see what she yeah. says. Try to figure out what she says. Yeah. Well, you said about rituals and is it, uh, obviously you said it's not a real r- ritual, but is it based in, in, in something? It's based on quite a few things. It's ba- I grew up watching Supernatural, which is filmed in Vancouver. So it's, it's based on um, a few of the stories that I've seen there. It's based on um, some stories that I searched up. Like there was a, a Jewish mythological creature named uh, the Dibuk, I believe. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Um, but the story was written before researching any of these. So initially it wasn't really based on anything, but after watching these shows, I kind of realized that there's a lot of very similar aspects, um, of our film and to all of the myth, uh, mythologies that are all over the world. So nothing specific, but generally you could get it's in like pieces for a lot of, a lot of supernatural things. So are you a horror movie fan or a horror fan in general? I am. I really am. Um, I, I love gore. Um, I think it's super exciting. Um, I absolutely love horror comedy. It's like my favorite genre um, ever. Um, there's, there's a, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, yeah, there's a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of feature horror comedies for film festivals for the past few months. And I, I just think it's hilarious. I know it's like some people love it and some people hate it, but I absolutely love it. I think it's yeah. awesome. And it's it's hard to pull off, I think, because I think I always think the, the horror has to work in a horror comedy for the movie to work. Like it has absolutely. to if the more gore, the it sounds strange, but the more gore, the funnier I think the, the comedy comes out. I totally agree. Yeah, you have to 100 percent commit to it. You can't make the gore part the gimmicky part. The dialogue has to be the gimmicky part. Yeah. Um, yeah. When it's done well, it's done really well. Mm hmm. So uh, about the festivals, because um, I'm a big fan of festivals, main thing I missed during the pandemic. Uh, what's, uh, you know, you have your own movie at the festivals and then you see other things like just talk about uh, that experience. And do you think that's an important thing for filmmakers? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And it is it has been a bit. Um, it, you haven't been able to get too much this past two years because everything's been virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I, I know Shriek Fest is in person, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's such a great opportunity to connect with other filmmakers, make new friends. Um, like the first film festival I went to was Vancouver Asian Film Fest in Vancouver. 
And uh, the people that I met and the filmmakers that I met are still people that I collaborate with today and like give notes for their films and they'll give notes for my scripts. Um, and I really wish that I, I was, I had that with the other film festivals, um, but our run was during the pandemic. So we kind yeah. of, we didn't get to meet too many people, but hopefully in the next one, yeah. um, I'll get to network. What if yeah, you said the Vancouver uh, film festival, like in Nevada or something that would be strange. Yeah, that would be really strange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will you be at Shriekfest? Unfortunately, I won't be this year. Um, just with all of the like the the test yeah. and the COVID rules, and I'm out of out of country. So, yeah, we couldn't swing it. But um, I'll be watching virtually for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any uh, any standout films? I said you, you said they couldn't uh, come to your mind, but do you have any films that that stand out over the last year or so from the festivals? Oh, I really wish I knew what this was, but um, I can describe it. Okay. Well, it's like <laughs> um, a game. People can try to guess at home. Yeah, there's, I think, I believe there's an Italian family and um, the food that they're eating is infected and it turns them into zombies. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't think I've seen this, but it sounds, it's, sounds like it, something I would enjoy. It's amazing. It's so funny. God, I really wish I knew... I knew what it was called, but I don't. And they're all wearing like these track suits that are like the same color. And, oh God, it's, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds. Uh, I'll, I'll search it up after. And yeah, I'll yeah. Send it to you. I'll, yeah. I'll add it to the, I'll add it to the link. I'll yeah. add it to the description. That'll yeah, work. Yeah. I'll edit it in here. Yeah. With really bad dubbing. Yeah. yeah. I'll just, it'll like, put it'll it be my out. voice. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just mute me while you talk over. Right. Right. <laughs> So uh, what kind of movies or films or anything like made you want to pursue uh, filmmaking? I really like um, understated, subtle movies. I think that um, the, the Black Swan, I believe it's called, with Natalie Portman. I thought that was incredible. Um, I really like The Witch, um, Room, just, just movies that really make you feel something. Um, I, I absolutely love getting that feeling and... And some emotions that are dormant, I, I find that movies have a really good way of bringing those out. And that's such a special feeling. And that's why I think I make movies, because I, I have those feelings and emotions that I want to express to other people. And I think it's just such a beautiful exchange of human experience. That's interesting, because I think sometimes even um, if it's a negative emotion, if, it, it, if something evokes emotion, that's powerful. That's art. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do think that even if it's a negative emotion, like it's, it's still an emotion that I don't think we need to be hiding. Like, I know there's a lot of things like, Oh, don't feel sad. It's like, and I, I'm the exact opposite. I think like, if you're feeling sad, let it pass. Um, let it come through or else you're just going to keep it hidden. Mm -hmm. And then 10 mm -hmm. years time, you're going to, I think that's less natural to always be, you know, always up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you don't want extremes, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, COVID's been a weird year, but are you working on anything currently? Yeah, I'm writing a feature film. Oh, cool. um, so it was, I, I got funding from the Canada Council for the Arts. Thank you, Canada. Um, and it's a, it's a feature film uh, based on colonial India. Um, and it's, it's about a revolutionary that's a female in a time where all of them were men um, and the British had invaded India at that point. So it's it's going to be like a drama uh, romance story, kind of reminiscent of Bollywood, but uh, westernized a little bit. Um, 
totally completely the opposite of horror mm-hmm. and thriller but it's something that i've been wanting to write for a while having grown up watching bollywood movies and movies about revolutionaries like bhagat singh um so so i'm i'm really excited to be to be working on that i'm in like the research phase now so reading a bunch of books about the history which is really heavy but super eye opening yeah well that sounds very exciting thanks uh, do you hope to be in it too or yeah absolutely i, I hope to play the lead Oh, very cool. Yeah. It sounds uh, very, you know, sounds like a big project. It's a big one. It's definitely a big one. It's something that's going to have to be set in India. Uh, it's going to have to have a big budget. Um, but I, I do think it's a story that needs to be told. And I think that uh, it's a story that when it's made, I think it's going to do extremely well because it's something that's that hasn't been done before in the Western market. Interesting. Um, that's a good thing about... Um, uh the internet is and uh, there's and the streaming sites is there's um we get to see a lot of films that we might not have seen you know a few years ago Absolutely. it makes the world smaller in that way mm-hmm. yeah some really cool indie films and and foreign films that are incredible that you know never get recognition here um so i've been doing that yeah uh, where could people follow you? Not, you know, not to Canada, but uh, online. <laughs> um, so I'm on Instagram. It's just my first and last name, R-A-M-I-K-A-H-L-O-N. That's where I'm the most active. Um, I have Twitter too. I post once a month, but that's where I am too. And then if you wanted to follow the film instead of me, it's Odd Girl Film, O-D-D-G-I-R-L-F-I-L-M on Instagram. Okay, very cool. And uh, hopefully, you know, we get to also see some uh, news about your, your feature film in the future. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I also want to ask, when you started, so when you're directing for the first time, um, what was like different than you expect? What was like, was anything harder than you, you went in, you know, thinking it would be? Yeah, so many decisions you have to make all the time. Um, cause when you're acting, you know, you give it your best shot and then the director will kind of do what they want. Um, but directing, it was like, I had to decide what shirt the actor was going to wear and what else with the shirt were they going to wear uh, a, a scarf? What story does the scarf tell? I had to be very detailed and very specific, which is a skill that I want to eventually bring into my acting. Um, but I think that's, that's the thing that, that really blew me by surprise it was like I was in control and I had to make these decisions and and I was the one with the vision so so it definitely was a lot more control than I've ever um I've ever had and a lot more decisions than I've ever had to make and uh, when Odd Girl played um at the festivals before COVID before they went virtual uh, was that a different experience watching something you made as opposed to something you're in with a with an audience yeah um i think that it was actually less embarrassing because i i when i see myself on on screen i just i i I hide i I get really shy but um the first few times watching odd girl in a packed theater was it was amazing because i could see what people found funny which some parts i didn't expect what people were really afraid of what lines resonated with people um so it was really cool and and Unlike when I'm watching myself acting, after a while with watching my own film, like it's just, it just becomes a pleasurable experience. And yeah. Cool. At one point I started like heckling my own film and I was like, I <laughs> you know, I, I shouldn't do that. But yeah. Then, and everyone else is mad. They're like, <laughs> yeah. 
I'll help. I, and they're not like agreeing with you. Yeah, no, no, no. Get this movie, but you're like, no. wait a minute. Yeah. yeah, I have to remember some things are just funny to me and not <laughs> to an audience that are trying to watch films. Right, right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, it's going to play Shriek Fest. It's also online, but uh, the experience of seeing on the big screen is, is really uh, a good time. Plus, with all these other uh, shorts and features. Yeah, definitely. Uh, watching it on the big screen is a completely different experience. And uh, the trailer for Shriekfest looked amazing. There's so many exciting short films that I want to go check out. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of them. And uh, honestly, not just because you're here, we're talking about Shriekfest, but a lot of great stuff. Yeah, lots of gore, too. I there is a lot of gore, yeah. I <laughs> like gore, too. It's uh, usually... Uh, the film uh, filmmakers will say they don't like the gore. They like, you know, like a thoughtful horror, which I like that too. I don't say I just like gore, but it is nice sometimes when someone says, I really like gore you films. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it really depends what mood you're in, I think. Yeah, you don't always want something intellectual. Sometimes you right. just, just want to sit yeah. there and see someone get eaten or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense to me. So yeah. Yeah. I'm right with you. Well, it's been very fun. Yeah, this was. I hope to do, uh, do it again sometime. Of course. I can't wait to check out the festival and check out your other interviews. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. From ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Ripley, we should have listened. The tomb of Nick Cage. They come at night! Mostly! 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 Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The tomb of Nick Cage.